0: You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Hungry. Hungry. What should I eat? Um, You're down in Mobile. Aren't they known for um aren't they known for cheese curds? I can't remember.
0: <laughs> I don't even really know what that is.
1: You know what? what people what? talk about them all the time. I have no freaking clue what a cheese curd is. I don't know
0: is. what that is. Maybe maybe a listener can tweet at us or something. I, I don't know what that is. Frankly, it doesn't really sound that good. I mean, I'm a fan of cheese, of course, but I, I don't know what a cheese curd is. You know, well. Little Miss Muffet's on a Tuffet eating her
1: curds and whey. And I'm like, damn. I ain't eating whey eat either. Eat?
0: <laughs> if
1: I'm eating on a, if I'm on a Tuffet, I'm eating something good. I ain't eating whey. I don't even know what a Tuffet is.
0: No way, I'm eating um, this whey.
1: So Jimmy, before I forget, um, I do want to say, okay. Uh Steven, at Pine forty six Stephen I wonder if he's Stephen Pine and he's 46 years old. I wonder if I cracked that code. That'd be interesting. To change his account um, every year. <laughs> good point. Um, but uh, he had a question for us. We got a question. Oh, A sweet. real one, not one that I sweet. made up. Oh, he said, I had a strange. potential question for the show. This is funny. He said, I had a potential question for the show. Well, it's not a potential question if you're asking it. It is a question. <laughs> Um
0: we potentially we
1: potentially have an answer we yeah that's a much better way to say this um <laughs> there's a there's a funny commercial that we do on sports splits that one of our sponsors is um like Southern Union or something like that, junior college yeah junior and um, or community college you know they don't yeah. like to be called junior college anymore um and it says uh it says something like they have this whole thing about okay, so we help you socially and academically um and help you uh, all these other ways. And then they go, and now, soon, we help you find the dream job. I'm like, you either help me now, or you help me soon. You can't help me now and soon. That's like, <laughs> that That doesn't work. Uh, you, you can't say, and now, soon, the dream job. No, it's soon the dream job, or now the dream job. Anywho, um, so he said, let me go back with what the hell I was talking about. Right. Adam, get you a question for the show. Who is the best running back that Alabama has had under Sabin that actually came from the state of Alabama? I mean, I think the easy answer is TJ Yeldon, right?
0: Um, let me go through the candidates. Jonathan Fowler? No, pass 10. Uh, let me see. Not. Uh, I mean, I think I think your your initial response is gonna prove to be right. It's not B Rob. And then Derrick Henry and Drake were from somewhere else. And then it is TJ Yeldon. As a matter of fact, I would say that it's TJ Yeldon by a metric mile or two. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: I mean, I think the I guess the better question is certainly not going to be who the best wide receiver from the state of Alabama is. I mean, that's Julio Jones. Julio.
0: And I don't know that there's a
1: second. I mean, can you think you of know a they second? They played Hardly. against each
0: other in high school. I think. No, no, no. I'm I'm no. getting mix, mixed up. Wait a minute. TJ was a freshman in 20. No, no, they didn't. I think I'm getting well, um, Julio mixed up with this. There was a running back after TJ. Boy, you know, I've been really wrong about some players. There were, there was a running back at Daphne after TJ Eldon that I was convinced was just this awesome, awesome player. I think he ended up being like the fifth team running back at Furman, but whatever. I think um, I was getting Julio mixed up with that guy.
1: All right. Well, I just, you know, I, it's an interesting mm-hmm. question to ask, like who's the best at each position from the state of Alabama. I mean, yeah, AJ yeah. McCarron,
0: huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great, uh, yeah, that's a great whole line of thought. It just shows how national we've recruited under Saban that it's almost difficult to come up with a list. Or, I mean, it's, it, there, there's not as many candidates as you would think. Like I said, when you said best running back from Alabama under Saban, I thought I'd have to. I thought it'd be a difficult choice among three or four guys. Really, it wasn't difficult at all. It's yelled at yeah. by a country mom. Yeah, I
1: mean the. I guess the better debate is who's the best running back that Saban's recruited, period. And, you know, you could go – you could have four different answers and none of them would be from Alabama. So, I think
0: so, the second best running back from Alabama under Saban, it's probably it's probably Brian Robinson or Roydale Williams.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: well, I, you know what? I think Roydale has a shot. I'm, okay. I'm going to tell you right now, I, I'm not so sure Jolson Fowler's not number two. He might be. No, I mean, in retrospect, you're right. Jalston did start games in the NFL at running back. Yeah. Now, now his impact at Alabama was more limited because we literally played him in a in a, in a limited role, fullback, H-back sense. But yeah, 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 you might be right. Joustan's coaching uh, running backs at McGill here in Mobile, by the way. Oh, that's cool.
1: OK, I mm-hmm. didn't know that. Um, yeah. All right, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about betonline.ag, betonline.ag. Go check them out. Use that promo code locked on. Look, I know the Kentucky Derby's already passed, but we got the Preakness and the Belmont coming up. You can bet on futures on NFL rookie of the year, MVP. You can probably bet on where Aaron Rodgers is going to end up. Who knows? Um, but you, while you're looking for something to bet on, you can also have a poker game going on in the background. Or you can be playing blackjack, or you can be playing roulette um you can bet on nba you can bet on bet on major league baseball whatever you want to do in terms of gambling betonline.ag is going to hook you up and if you've got a cool prop bet idea send it to Jimmy and me and we'll send it to betonline.ag they may put it up there i'm not kidding you these people are awesome and it is a big company it's reputable and it's legal easy to pay easy even easier to get paid um, that you can't beat the service. That they great folks. You can use a credit card if you want to. BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. Promo code locked on for that 50% welcome bonus. You can't beat it with a stick. Go to BetOnline.ag. Use promo code locked on for that 50% bonus. Also, I want to tell everybody about Built Bar. BuiltBar.com. Woo! Love me some Built Bars. They're the best. Um, wish I'd had a Built Bar for lunch instead. I stopped and ate lunch like a fool. I'm gonna gain weight. But if I eat Built Bar, see, I'll maintain or lose weight. That's what I need to do. But every now and again, I'm crazy. Um, Built Bar, covered in chocolate. Some of them are covered in white chocolate, which isn't technically chocolate, but it still counts. Built Bar is just awesome. Really is. Go check them out. ASAP, B-U-I-L-T, B-A-R.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off that order. This is another brand that has absolutely exploded because they sell quality products. Everything they sell is good. And so go check them out, builtbar.com. Be sure to use that promo code locked on 15 for a 15% uh, discount off this order. And it won't be the last time you order food. Trust me on this. You're going to love these things. And they're great, like great for breakfast, for lunch. And then have a sensible meal. All of a sudden, you got the ladies flocking to you. Or you're into. I not about that. Not getting into that. Help you with the romance. romance Bar. Go check them out. Locked on 15 for that like 15% bonus. All right, Jimmy. Um, so yeah, we, we go back to uh that question. Thank you for submitting that question. Uh time yes. 46 What a what a good dude.
0: Yes, enjoy the questions. Keep them coming, folks.
1: Um, all right, a couple of things, and we're going to sort of bounce around here and we're going to wrap this up rather quickly today because there's just so much going on. I've, I've been in Alabama all morning. Um, and I'm hungry,
0: as I pointed out early in the show.
1: And you are hungry. Well, get a built bar. What hell's wrong with you?
0: Um, I, I, pl- I plow through those built bars. I never. Built bars and beer, kind of tough to keep around my house.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. So a couple of things. First of all, you know, this transfer portal thing, and uh, – Boy, I don't want to get too much into, into other teams. LSU uh, loses a quarterback, uh, Finley, that started
0: several games last year. Yeah, too uh, much Auburn, negativity about him. I, what's wrong with what everyone needs to stop expecting freshmen to be complete, completely developed badasses? People giving up on, you know, the TJ Finley goes in the portal. I read so many negative comments. You'd be shocked how many big time programs would like to have that guy, assuming they have room. I mean, he's a, good, he's a good prospect.
1: I agree. I, I think he's fine. I, I mean, look, I don't know if he's SEC quality or upper echelon SEC quality, but
0: you're telling me that guy can play in Missouri? Hell yeah. He yeah I mean, but, he's huge. He's got a big arm. He's won SEC football games. Didn't he beat Auburn?
1: No, they he, got wasn't beat Wasn't he Auburn. the one
0: that beat Auburn? Or maybe he no, got he, beat by Auburn. He beat somebody. He, he played really beat. well I'm he played really well in one game. Uh, he, he's big and strong. He just got thrown into the fire. It was never the plan to play him, and he didn't beat out older kids. He had to play because Miles Brennan got hurt. And uh, there's, you have to learn to distinguish between freshmen who have fought their way up the depth chart by being badasses and beating out older kids in front of them versus freshmen who have to play because other people got hurt. And yet, as fans, we judge them the same way, which is – it's really dumb, really. I mean, that's just dumb.
1: Oh, he did – I think he had a good game against South Carolina.
0: That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's who he beat. I knew he won. I knew he played really well and beat an SEC team. And and, and now and, – and as a true freshman, he did that. And now fans have, have decided that uh, he should transfer to McNeese State. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, I I bring it up because, meanwhile, across our state here, Auburn is losing people in the transfer portal like nobody's business. Now, None of them, I would say, are guys that set the world on fire. But, see, they they don't have Alabama and Georgia's depth or even LSU's depth, for that matter.
0: Um, Yeah, it's a two-edged sword there. Who who have they lost? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry you broke up there. They lost Chris Thompson. They've okay, lost, pretty good um, player. Yeah, and
1: I, they we're counting on him this year. I can tell you that. He's going to play. Uh, yep. Jaron, I get these two guys mixed. Jaron Handy and Jay Hardy. And, I, I mean, I want to call him <laughs> Jay Handy and Jaron Hardy. I don't know which one is which. doesn't make a shit. But the, both of them left. Um,
0: They're from Mississippi. Are, aren't both they, of them from Mississippi?
1: No, one of them's from Chattanooga. I think Handy. Oh, uh, you're right. Hardy. Hardy's one of them Ch- from Chattanooga. Yeah.
0: One of them's from Mississippi, yeah. Okay.
1: And then and then um they also lost that Garrett kid, and they lost a um that quarterback that wasn't gonna play. Now again, that's not a big loss. Nobody's saying individually each one of these guys' losses can't be overcome. What I'm saying is, and then they lose Kamal Hodden, who just or Haddon, who just came in this past class. And you know what, Jimmy, I looked at Auburn's 2019 signing class. Let me this is something I was gonna bring up on um Sports Blitz other night, but we had a huge storm, and so I couldn't even we couldn't even have the show, because um, it struck the radio station. But listen, here's their class, and and I'm just again, I'm not trying to turn this into an Auburn thing. I'm just trying to tell you, this is this is eventually going to happen to Alabama. I mean, now maybe not under Saban, it's eventually going to happen. Um, and so, don't take too much joy in this. Don't, don't don't have all this shouldn't worry about it just yet, because I'm telling you, this is what the transfer portal is going to do. Look here. All right, 21 enrollees from Auburn in 2019. I'm not even bringing up, you know, this upcoming. Um, Owen and Bo Nix, both Charles Moore, Mark Anthony Rich, um, Jaron Handy, the team. Zion Puckett, I think he's on the team, but I don't know if he does anything. Keandre um, on the team, but again, not a huge participant. Derek Hall on the team, pretty good. Cam yep, Kelly good. off the team. Deshaun Jay- Sheffield, who I think he transferred. Yeah, he's out off, off the mm-hmm. team. DJ Williams transferred off. And Simpson, is he still on the team, or was he just
0: drafted? Uh, I don't think he was drafted. Was he drafted?
1: Maybe that wasn't him. Maybe
0: it was I couldn't really. I could. I could. I couldn't spit out all the Auburn draft. I know Anthony Schwartz went in the third round to Cleveland. That's about it that I know off him. the top of my head. Uh, all right, I'm yeah, I think see if – Shor- I'm looking it up. Schwartz could be a good uh, player. Uh, I mean, I was kind of curious to know where he was going to go because he has such a unique skill set. I knew with that speed he, he was definitely going to be drafted. Uh, but he's got a lot to prove hands-wise, contested catches, that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, but ended up he went about where I thought he would, third round. But uh going to Cleveland, which is definitely an emerging up and coming ball club.
1: All right. Well, apparently he's he's still there, but hell if, if I know. I mean, I haven't heard anything out of him. Um, All right. Kobe Wooden is there and he's he's not bad. Javarius Johnson, undersized wide receiver who's still there, he's not bad. They they expect some things out of him, but he justin Osborne off the team. Kamar Bell on the team, but hadn't done anything. Luke Dillon on the team, hadn't done anything, Octavius Brothers off the team, and Cameron Brown, I think he's still on the team, but I hadn't heard anything out of him, and then the three transfers that came in that year, Zach Ferrar, Michael Cohen, all gone, now J.J. I think actually was a graduate transfer that, that's already been in the NFL, but my point is that's a class that's just two years old, and so what's happening is you can't really replace those guys immediately. And so you you lose five more to the pool right now, and all of the. All right, so Jimmy, if, in case we missed that because I made a cut, my cut out, um, and and I will have to edit that, but y'all just transfer portal uh, is really hurting Auburn right now because that's a load of people off the class I just named that are off team now. I mean, roughly half, and um, yeah, that's a problem. And then you couple in the fact that you've lost already five to the transfer portal this. Auburn's got a serious depth issue this year. I think it's going to be an issue in 2021. Yep.
0: Yeah. It's hard to practice. It's hard to practice when you only have like 70 scholarship guys. It sounds like, oh, you should be able to practice with 70. But, yeah, but when you only have 70, there's fewer, not only fewer bodies, you have less competition at all these spots because not all 70 guys are going to be good. If you only have 70, there's less chance that that you'll have good guys at every spot. And and ideally, you want enough guys at every spot, and enough of them are good to where you can really improve at practice. So I agree that Auburn's depth, which is just flooding into the transfer portal, there's no doubt that's a big problem for them, uh, even though most of their starters remain intact. And I still think Auburn will be a pretty decent football team this fall, but that's all I'm expecting out of them is decent. We, we haven't gotten to the point yet where we're predicting records for these teams. But I can tell you, today, I feel like seven and five is sort of a ceiling for Auburn.
1: No, I am i don't know about seven and five. I mean, I, I'd i say eight and four is a ceiling, but it could be seven and five. If they have any more depth issues, not a lot of fans saying hey, you got to cull some of the fat here. I get that. I understand what you're saying. If you don't have the depth in this, so I'm not trying to pretend like I give a shit about all in one way or the other. I'm just saying this is more a reflection of my point on the transportation portal and how it could eventually affect Alabama. Jimmy, let's take a break because I got one other little legal thing on it and then we'll cut the show short. All right, Jimmy, as a lawyer, a law guy, the Lionel Hutz of the podcast, um. <laughs> What, uh, tell me about this name, image, and likeness thing, and what are your thoughts on it really quickly?
0: Well, I think it's a good thing. And, and basically, uh, it's not allowing – some fans are confused. It's not allowing players to get paid a salary. As a matter of fact, it's not allowing the players to get paid by the university or by the athletic department in any way. They'll just be allowed to, to make money – to to earn revenue and income from the use of their names or their likeness uh, or their autograph. Uh, They can go to autograph shows now. They can sell their own products. I mean, somebody like Bryce Young can can become a knitter. He can knit wool socks and he can sell them and say wool socks for sale by Bryce Young. He, He can do that. Uh, They can be in a band and and, and charge a cover, charge galettes. Uh, They can be in commercials. They can use their own name, their own image, their own likeness to earn money. And that has never been legal before. And it probably should have been legal the whole time, but the problems with it all relate to competitive balance because how are we gonna account for the fact that the third team outside linebacker at Alabama is going to make more money off name, image, and likeness than the starting quarterback at Wyoming. And how is that going to work itself out? And if you say, that's dumb. Alabama's always out-recruited Wyoming. That's not a thing. Oh, it is a thing. It's a huge thing. Not, not, because the NCAA has always tried to do what it can to maintain some levels of competitive balancing that's what scholarship limits are for for instance in some amount of revenue sharing in conferences there has always been an effort to make it a level playing field Nil destroys that there is just not even an attempt at a level playing field under these new Nil rules and then it creates problems within your own team and it, it, and, and I know, don't be Pollyanna about it and pretend all these kids are best friends and they just love each other. I promise you there's going to be problems when some kids on the team are making a lot of money and other kids are barely making any at all. That is going to create a problem on the team that, that these teams have never faced before. So, and, and the cheating. I mean, when, when you want to say cheating, I mean, Nick Saban owns Mercedes dealerships, Can we really make a kid the face of Mercedes dealerships in the South? Can we say uh, Jameson Williams has left Ohio State and is now on Mercedes commercials for Saban's dealerships getting paid? Is that fair to all the other teams? And and is that fair to his own team? Because Nick Saban picked him, and now he's making $300,000 a year doing that while other kids on the team aren't getting paid anything at all. So I'm just saying – it's overdue. I'm glad it's happening. I'm I'm for the player at almost every issue, every time. But this is really, really complicated. People that don't think it's complicated simply don't know enough about all the issues.
1: Well, the only thing I would counter that with is, you know, in NFL, Aaron Rodgers gets uh, state farm money and whoever the center is. So I mean, I, I, you know, that's just part mm-hmm. of it. My question, Jimmy, mm-hmm. is, this is for a whole nother podcast. But here, here's what I'm worried is coming up, and maybe I'm a fool, maybe I don't. But okay, if we start doing this with college, why wouldn't it happen in
0: high school? Well, it has to. Now, what's the difference? Now, put put it this way: if you do it in high school. If you do it in high school, you're not going to be ineligible to play college football. If, if, if you're in high Correct. school, let, let's say you're the quarterback for Benjamin Russell. So because you're the quarterback of Benjamin Russell, you're like, hey, the local car dealership, I'm going to be in their ad. And I'm going to say, hey, come down to the local car dealership. I'm the quarterback and my dad works here and I'm the quarterback. And he wears his Benjamin Russell jersey and he's like, go team. And he gets paid for doing that. Um, up until last year, that would have made that kid ineligible to play college football. Now he's definitely eligible. There's nothing wrong with that in, in college football anymore. Now, is it wrong in high school football? I would have a bigger problem arguing that it's wrong in high school football in the sense that why, why, do we, why are we even caring about whether these kids have any money or not? They're 16-year-old kids. Why, 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 why do we have to have rules about whether they're making money? <laughs>
1: because that's not for us to decide that. And again, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. I don't want it in high school either. Okay. But my point is he, what what I'm worried about Jimmy is this, that, you know, it used to be cute when a kid would be in their father's My daddy, he'll give you the best price or you the difference in price twice. You know, some shit like that. Right. Uh, So (laughs) that's my kid. That's my, (laughs) my, <laughs> I, You're gonna have to do that. Kid. You're gonna have to do the kid
0: every show now. You're gonna have to do the kid every show.
1: But, but here's the other thing: Are we gonna get to a point where, okay, what if a player is so good? Okay, um, Dylan Moses as an eighth grader, he was a freak as of a human being in eighth grade. You knew he was a guy that was gonna be, you know, five star in eighth grade. Are we gonna get to a point where somebody like him is so good so early? They're like, I'm just not going to play anymore and get paid. People are going to pay me for my potential. And if I go out there and play and screw up, it may not be worth it. But it's like opting out until you get to the pros kind of thing. Now, you say, look, that's so dumb. Hey, 10 years ago, it was so dumb to think we would have a transfer.
0: This has been – this is how radical the change is in football. The next time they expand the playoffs – and, and obviously, that's coming. That's we, we we can bitch about all. That's that's coming. Expanded playoffs are next. That is going to make these other bowl games so meaningless that the bowls will now become not the final game of the season, but the first game of next season. Because every draft eligible kid and even every senior is going to say, "Screw it." I don't want to, I'm not going to practice and play in that bowl anymore. And and really, you're just playing it with next year's team, the young kids that are eager to prove that they belong in the starting lineup next year. Uh, That's how big the change is. We're going from end of the end of 2021 is actually the start of 2022. And I guess that's just one example I'm coming up with about how radical all these changes are and how the sport is changing right before our eyes. And I'm an old man, I'm a get off my lawn guy. So I'm uncomfortable with it all. But at the same time, there's nothing I can do to stop it. And I still love college football. And I'm glad these kids are being compensated for something they probably should have been compensated all along for, but whoa, it is going to be Complicated. I'm just so glad that we have Nick Saban in charge, and I have no doubt with Saban in charge, we're going to do it better than everybody else does it.
1: All right, buddy. We'll talk about it more uh, next week. Until then, roll tide, everybody. Roll tide. I'm going to go eat.